You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word. God, there's so much going on and I, I want to avoid redundancy. I think I would just, I keep looking at like these family dynamics and talking to people about what, what's really underneath so much of the, these, all right, let me try to give an example. I, I went to go do a show on uh, this show called Hollywood Live. It's this cute little show um, with Garcelle Bovis and, um, and this girl named Allie, who was the hot Dorito chick, and um, that that cute guy Ross, who was uh, Chelsea Handler. I think he was her intern, actually. Okay. Okay. Oh, anyway, he's cool. He's a nice guy. He's adorable. Yeah. And anyway, so I get, I start chatting behind backstage um, with Allie, Alice. Uh, oh my God, I think is it Allison? Allie, forgive me. And uh, the, one of the hosts, and she's like, "Oh, I loved your reality show." Blah blah blah. And she's like, my husband and I really related everything you and Heidi were going through. And we started talking about, she's like, I have three kids. And I was like, oh my God, how'd you get to three? You know, how are you not at two going, woof, that's enough. And we we ended up having this conversation that I just don't think people really, they don't ever really have it. And there's there's so much where it's like, it all has to be so PC and everything about parenthood is bliss. and And it's not. And it's not all bliss. It's really hard. And there are so many changes. And I feel like people don't always talk about how, in some cases, after a child is born, the significant other, be it a husband or if you're a same-sex couple, whatever, the significant other who did not have the baby tends to be on the outside, Mm. which is normal, right? But no one tells you to expect it. No one tells you for how long. Um... And I think nobody knows, you know, and she started telling me that her husband was like, was really feeling like, you know, I miss you. You know, where's my wife? Where's my partner? And I know so many men who go through this because, you know, only because I would say in same sex couples, other women. But the thing is that we just don't know that that many of them. Um, A lot of our friends happen to just be, you know, uh, and I I think that. Nobody talks about that stuff. Nobody like my one of my friends is going through it and he's like he's just like I just got to get through it. And I'm like you don't, babe. You don't just have to get through it. It's been a year. You can say something now. But isn't part of the reason why why there's nothing said about it is because the research has I don't know is there research on well, my shrink like, my told my shrink he's like I was like write a book. I don't feel like anybody tells you what to expect as the partner and He's like, oh, it's very common in the in the psychiatric world. I'm like, not for the layman, dude. And this is why so many men, um, and I, I could say women too. I don't mean to all the gay people get pissed at me because I'm being, quote, heteronormative. I don't even know what that means. But I think so many men or partners cheat after their, their child is born. I've seen this so many times. And the reason, it's so funny because before I understood why, Right. I would just know men. I remember we had a a guy that we worked with whose wife had just had a baby and everybody knew he was having an affair with this girl on the show. And we were like, oh, what a scumbag. Right. But and it's obviously wrong. But my point is that I think men feel like uh, I'm I'm at she doesn't my wife isn't interested in me. She wants nothing to do with me. Our sex life is gone. I've lost my partner. She doesn't scratch my head. All she cares about is the baby. And I, I think that it not always, but. I see this a lot. And, I and you know, a lot of people are like, oh, grow up, dude. 
And it's just, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. I, no, it's I believe not it's that com- simple. I, I believe it's complex. However, I... I, I touch about, I, I, I definitely address it in, in the new book a, a little bit. Like it's a page or maybe two where I'm like, hey, you know, sidebar, having been on the other end, we talk about it in the fourth trimester, you know, this just FYI and we talk, you know, this could be going on like in conjunction with postpartum and the sex life and all this stuff that's going on. And I think I'll be dead honest with you that now after four and a half years, I am finally starting to feel like I have broken Heidi down a bit. And she's not just kids, 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 kids. And, you know, God willing that that it should not go on for four and a half years. Arguably, you know, when you talk to therapists about it, it should be like a year. And is then there a set? There is a, there is a suggested time frame where the father first is very primal. The job of the father, or we'll say in my case, the breadwinner, the partner who didn't have the baby, it creates a safe bubble. Okay. For mommy, the the birth mother to be to be merged with a child and to reflect the child, and the child needs this for all these development reasons. And then after. There has to be some, some, the father's job is to keep them from being merged. And as the child starts to enter the edible, edible phase and like the two and the this and the, it's got to be like, no, I'm, I, I can't marry you, sweetie. I'm married to daddy or daddy can't marry you, honey. He's married to mommy. And it's, you have to do that. It's really fascinating. The stuff that these kids, you know, go through and, and, you know, my therapist is like, no, it's it's very important. He's like the underlying subconscious is that it's it's incest. It, it is emotional incest for them if you don't establish that and the whole it's fascinating stuff. But I just, you know, and I don't need to get into that and what have you. And I'm sure people don't didn't come here to hear it. But I guess I'm just saying that, like, this stuff goes on. It's sort of the the it gets swept under the rug, this aspect of starting a family and it just somebody I, I wish people would talk about it more you know and and it's it's just challenging I think I think people do need you know what I I have uh, two nephews and they're very hands-on dads that's wonderful and that and and I think part of it is there was never like a um I know when in watching them with the kids and watching them with their with their 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 wives, their significant others. Yeah. Um, I never saw that 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 thing you're describing where the where the the spouse, the non childbearing spouse, surprised. is removed because they're very hands on. And and I'm, you know, I remember my sister raised all four of her kids basically on her own. Her husband went off and worked, and she raised those kids on her yeah. own. So the way she sees it, it's like. It's shocking for her to see, oh, my God, my son is changing diapers. My son is yeah. doing these things because they're very hands-on. And I'm wondering if if there's, like, a give and take where the where the other spouse is more involved. I don't know. I, I mean, just... I don't know. I, I was more involved, but there does come a point, right? Like, I think we talked about it on the show where I was going away to... I was supposed to go to Santorini, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I finally was like, I need you to go. I'm upset that you don't want to go. It's crazy to me that you won't go. And it's just, it's funny. And I was talking with this this host, this woman. And, you know, I was like, how in the hell did you end up with three? And, you know, she's like, oh, you know, you just like, then they start going out of that baby phase and you just, oh, you miss the baby phase. And I said, I think that that baby phase that missing of the baby phase truly, right, is something only a birth mother can honestly appreciate. And the reason I say that is because the hormones that go on, and even though you can say, oh, it's oxytocin and it's skin on skin and daddy can hold the baby, it's just not even close to the same thing. It's not. Not even close. It's not. You know, okay. this is this is nature. This is evolution. This is serious stuff. I mean, we've evolved. Women have evolved so that the baby is the sole focus for a reason or the child won't survive. It's evolution. Right. So the mommy, you know, is like, oh, my God, I miss this merged state. Whereas 
the, the, the stereotypical daddy is like, oh, my God, they're so much more fun now. I can play with them. I can this. I can that. I can this. Which, again, I'm being I'm being stereotypical. But I feel that way. Like, Heidi's like, oh, I just missed that. And I'm like, no, that's so much more awesome right now. <laughs> you know, they talk. They like, you know, they, they just, I mean, like, yeah, the baby thing is cute. But it's tiring. They run around. They puke. They cry. They wet you. They're gassy. They you don't know what's wrong. You can't, you know, and it's like, yeah, okay. But I don't look back at it like, oh, I'm like, I literally, and I see friends with babies, and I'm like, oh, boy, that was a lot of work. You know, with the kids on the stairs, the kids that got a cup, the kids choking themselves with a cord, the kids swallowed a penny, the kid, you know, they're just, it's it's constant high alert. And, I, I, but I got away in, I, yeah. I, I still think that for a for a spouse, the non-childbearing spouse, yeah. to go off and have sex with somebody else because they're feeling ignored. Oh, I'm not saying it's okay. No, I know you're not. I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm, I'm just saying, saying that's why they're doing it. But I they don't, don't know how to communicate their needs. Is or... that why they're doing it? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Or is there is there is are no. they, you know I think I think people who screw around are people that screw around. And if you want to blame no, it on the fact uh-uh. I'm not getting enough attention from mommy. No, I don't know if I buy it, listen, that. Listen, think of it like this because I know I felt this way. Okay. So here you are, you're in a position where you, you've, you've got the stereotypical argument, right? So you're like, I go out, I work all day long, I come home and it's like, you know, my son wanted, and in the very beginning, you know, for year, a couple of years, he only wanted Heidi, 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 Heidi. And cause she was mommy, 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 which is normal by the way. But you know, so you're like, okay, well, okay. And, you know, he wants mommy, mommy, mommy. And then, you know, Heidi is, oh, baby, baby, baby. And, you know, you're like, we used to lay on the couch. You used to scratch my head. We used to have dinner and have a conversation about stuff. You used to ask me how my day was. You know, we used to go away together. We used to, we used to go to dinner with friends. We used to, we used to, we used to. And you get to this point where you're like, okay, I don't have my wife. The kid is competing with me for mommy, which is really strange, I got to tell you. And it's nobody prepares you for how to deal. The kid actually wants to kill you. It's it's like the hence Oedipus, right? The kid is like, I want you gone. I want mommy all to myself. This is a crazy Freudian. And, you know, they want to kill you off and, and own the mother. And obviously good parents don't let the child do that and what have you. But psychologically, it's wild. Like when Heidi was around, my son just would like, I was the bad guy. When Heidi would leave... He was my freaking best buddy. And it, it, it was, and my shrink was like, well, he in truth really wants both of you to himself. And so like it, it took some real time, you know, as he's gotten older, but people don't talk about, you know, so there's, you get to a situation where you're like, let me get this straight. Like I work all day long. I come home. Nobody really cares that I'm home. Yeah. And you try, you know, you try to insert yourself and it just, you know, you, you kind of, and it's like, I can see that they're like, you know what? I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to be that guy that leaves my family. I'll be the good soldier, but I'm going to get mine on the side. And I didn't ever have an affair because I knew if I had an affair, that'd be it for my family. Like men, I, I do believe. And again, I know people are going to attack me and like, that's not so. And these are stereotypes. But I, I can say that in talking with many men, they see sex like a massage. They're like, oh, I just, you know, hit it, quit it, done. It doesn't compromise their marriage unless they're having an affair, right? For me, I wouldn't have, I don't have that. So if I am with someone else, I'm having an affair and that will, yes, that's it. That's totally, you know, so I never did, but boy, you know, we got to some rough patches. We really did. And it was a lot of work to kind of even get where we are now and I, I don't know, I, I just bring it up because I'm looking at like all this stuff, like the underbelly. And I say that because it's like all the dysfunction of families and the messiness of families. And that stuff has a real benefit because it's where we learn reparations. It's where we learn forgiveness. It's where we learn that we can love somebody and be mad at them at the same time. But we can't learn those things unless we start talking about it. And no one ever talks about it because it's so shameful to talk about it. You should be in bliss. Oh, for sure. No, you, and I guess yeah. that's where I don't know. That's my thought on it all. Well, sounds like the, here, though. Sounds that's why like I the end latest this. Jillian Michaels book. That's what I say. There's so many paths to finding your family story. 
But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I wanna see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Manis. Yes, Jillian. We're going into the new year, old girl. First rule of 2017, don't talk about 2016. (laughs) Oh, God. And the number one thing... Oh, hang on. I'm going to shoot my wisp into the... Damn it! I missed again. Missed again. Uh, really athletic. uh, Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to punch her. Have you not seen the things I can do on Facebook, my challenge post? I have to say, I was really impressed by that. Like, you kind of scared me a little. Which move? Which Which move? Which move? Uh, the things that you can do on the Facebook. Oh, I guess I was thinking about the thing that you did earlier today. I did something incredible. Are we going to talk about it I took an apple and I shredded it in my bare hands. You haven't seen this? Watch this. It's pretty. I was going to do a segment about getting a support group for for changes in the new year. But first I'll show you this. How do we find that? Some, somebody did it for Chrissy Teigen. I'm not sure why. Is it called the Apple Challenge? Maybe, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm, I'm Googling. I'm Googling. Ooh, ooh. So, 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 uh, what was I talking about? Anyway, you take an apple and you're both hands and you just go, <laughs> and I did it. Can we get that like, video, please? Like, without even trying. Yeah, they're supposed to be saying Well, no, things. I tried. Don't get me wrong. So, you're a black belt. Of course you're going to be able to do that. Yeah, no, it was some Jedi mind trick stuff. But, Manus. Yes. The New Year's coming. And. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the New Year, Manus. Yes. And so one of the things I saw on this little blog thing called Fit Bottom Girls, they were talking about picking your Facebook group. And I was like, that's interesting. We've never talked about that. And, you know, in the creation of our new app, we used to have message boards and in the old one. And it just it's like no one does that anymore. But what you can do now is people can have their own groups. So, like, you know, there's the Jillian Michaels workout junkies, yes. right? And they're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I just I just give everything to them. I'm like, here, guys, will you announce this here? Guys? <laughs> will you do this here, guys? And I, I just give, you know, so and they're the support group. I tell people I'm like, go there for support. Because sometimes my I love my Facebook, but I can't get to like there will be threads with 500 comments and I'm like I can't get you know I cannot get to every single one. So anyway, I thought this was a really interesting thing to bring up because what I like about these groups is that they're free. 
So, you know, on apps now, it's like what to eat, how to train, and that's great. But message boards are dinosaurs. So the first thing I think, one of the things they commented about, right, was searching for groups relevant to your needs or interests with keywords. So, for example, circuit training or, um, you know, cycling or this or that, right? You find, like, these little groups. Okay. And uh, you, you sign up for the group, right? Then they say make yourself known, So I thought this was interesting. Circulate interesting pieces of news or blog posts that are relevant to your area of interest and members of the group will likely respond. But then you kind of you. So you make these friends this way. That's you know what? What? Oh, 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 meanness. Hang on a second. I had something like that. that, That's very that's interesting because in my lessons about uh, sex from big data. Yeah, yeah. Oh, data. It, data. It talks about your Facebook likes reveal, uh, can reveal your gender, race, sexuality, and political views. So what you're saying is then through Facebook shares and likes, you, yeah, you, you put these articles and stuff okay. exactly about the stuff that you care about. That's exactly right. So then, so you make yourself known, right? So you can start making friends. And then they say continue the conversation. So you also comment on other people's stuff, right? And then it says if you want to have a deeper conversation with a member of the group, you can take it to private messenger. Okay. Which I thought was cool. So you're like making these little friends. And then they say sharing is caring. So like, but contribute based, with recipes and this and that. Based in a healthier living. Based in. Well, it doesn't all have to be. I'm sure there's groups for everything, but you know, since that is the what we're supposed to be talking about. Yes. Um. Yeah. I used to be part of a group called Awesome Assistants, and it's about probably 1,200 people, like big, and it's Get all different assistants, like agents, talent managers, casting assistants, other executive assistants for celebrities. Whenever they're like, "Dude, I need a car service in this town," someone's like, "Oh, I got you. Use this guy. Ask for this guy." No way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a support group for everyone who feels like going home and drinking a bottle of wine and crying every night. Hmm. But that's, that's you know what I love about that? And ready. it's the bigger thing about that, that sh- to Getting share ready. your, what are you doing? I'm getting warm my hands up. Oh. Oh, yeah. You got the apple. This is, I'm getting ready. But, but to, it's okay uh, to give uh, away yes. your knowledge. Give away, that, that's okay. And that's, that's different. In my era... In my day, we never shared anything. It was like I'm gonna keep what I know because yeah. you know someone's gonna get someone's gonna get something more than me if I give away what I know. There were gunslingers, yeah. The, the, the jet generation of women were gunslingers. And now yeah. it's like I want to help. There's as only room many in this people. town for one of us. But what is that? I, I want to help, help as... as many people as possible, so I have as many favors owed to me as I need. Mm. So it's not truly then the gift of giving. It's uh. there's a there's an agenda. But support though. There's always an agenda. But it's it's not necessarily like I know you're gonna be able to help me later. I'm gonna be as nice to everyone just in case they can help me later and it has come through in some of the weirdest things like I have a friend who he he was the person who was just like oh you need this you need this you need this he never asked for anything in return and like four years later everyone gave him thousands of dollars combined to create a movie and now he's a he's a showrunner wow man my gunslinging friends man we're hanging on to what we got I know what are you doing down there are you ready all right hold on Hold up, let me get this. Hold on. All right. How did I, this, uh, my other apple was smaller. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What the hell? It looks like you're taking a crap. (laughs) (laughs) This one's harder. Nope. Shit. Yeah, but you were doing something no, like... No, I was warming up my grip strength. You did it right in front of you! I did it right in front of you! I Wait. took a full apple right in front of you and split it. I was squeezing it. You gotta break it. Yeah! Oh, okay, man. Ah. Ah. Jake did the same thing. Something sexual. You're doing this. <laughs> man, let's go. Go, man. Let's get the thumbs in there. Get the thumbs in there. Yeah, okay. Come on, Manus. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit, that's a good apple. <laughs> oh, man, how you, you guys? <laughs> hey? 
That's pathetic. All right, this oh segment's done. Bye. All right, guys. Manis can't seem to choose between... Uh, she, it's like Sophie's choice. She can't I, pick a caller. I know. It's just we get we get we get so many and so many great questions. We we love when you write to JillianPodcast at gmail.com. We love your questions. Um, so Manis is just gonna. Well, okay, but what I mean, are you doing, old girl? Well, I I try to figure uh, yeah. out what we get a lot of, and, okay, and yeah. recently we've been getting a lot of questions on calves. Either oh, either they're okay. too tight, either uh, they're oh. either they're um, they're too big, and oh. can you slim them down? Then no. we get people who want to build them up. Yeah, um, uh-huh, yeah. Um, but then. This this one was was interesting. This was from Evelyn. She said, "I um, from years of wearing high heels." Yeah, yeah. Um, at, her therapist told her that she has calf compression syndrome. Ouch. And she says, um, you know, when she jogs in place, they ache. Well, However, of course they do. Jumping, my calves get tight of and course. then swollen. Yeah, well, that's because she's got an injury. Calf compression syndrome? Is that an injury? It's yeah, yeah. A lot of times it needs surgery. I mean, I'm not a sports medicine doctor, but I mean, I've worked with a few. <laughs> that's not a question. We can, that's, we can't, we should be jumping around with it. I'll tell you that. So, so yeah, I, but- I mean, usually it requires surgery, but that's a, di- that's a different conversation. First thing, if you have big calves, you can't spot reduce fat off the calves. There are people that actually have done liposuction on it, but generally if you have there's swelling around ankles, calves that could be lipedema. So if you're noticing you have fat storage around your lower legs, it's possibly a condition called lipedema, okay. um, which is a hormonal thing. And um, honestly, over time, it is hormonal. It's difficult. It's difficult to fix completely. Um, I know people that have done liposuction on it, but it's better to just get, get healthy first. If you are already a picture of health and you have... Uh, fat compartments on your lower legs or ankles or this that or the other the calves you can you can spot reduce it but generally i'm sorry you cannot spot reduce it you can you can do um what do you call it suck liposuction um but i just you know so bizarre because so many people want they want calf like some people like if they're muscular though if you have muscular calves again you can't there's no exercise that's going to make your calves smaller. Um, and my guess is that obviously if you've got big calves, you're not working out your calves. So you're just born with big calves. And people who are a little bit heavier tend to have bigger calves, okay. right? Because their calves are carrying around extra weight. Uh, and, you know, look, if if you're fit and you're healthy and your calves are bigger, there's not, there's not anything you're going to be able to do to shrink your calves. If you're overweight, you lose the weight, right? If you're, you know... If you're lifting, just doing calf raises, which I, I don't see anyone do anymore except bodybuilders, like, then you, you know, stop, obviously. But it it is what it, sometimes people are just born with very muscular calves. So when, okay, and you so, could starve yourself and then your body would eat your own muscle, but that's not really an option. <laughs> okay, but. So you see what I'm saying, though? But what about cramping? Like, what about, because I know well, that can mean a lot of things. To build right? calves. So the first thing is if you want to build your calves, that also goes back to you got to do, you know, Calf focused, calf raises, weighted calf raises, heavy. And even then, look at like John Bone, or was that his name? John Bones Jones. This guy is uh, an MMA fighter, and I've seen him deadlift like a crazy amount of weight. With his calves? Well, with his legs, right? Um, mm. Legs, let me see. And if I recall, he's got like these crazy legs. What about bananas? Yeah, look his little, little look at his legs. Look at this beast's legs. He's a beast. He's like a crazy fighter. Look at his teeny little legs. Look at those. Teeny. Oh my god. Yeah, and if you think that guy doesn't work out like a madman, he does. He does. Teeny. Just teeny. He's just got smaller calves. Look here he is. I mean, he's just got small. Look at his little calves. Tiny. Tiny. Wow, it's amazing. You know who else? You know who has, t- I mean, legs like that? That Dolvet, that guy Dolvet we used to work with. Huge upper body, tiny, tiny little calves. That's why he would always wear, like, pants. And But, I mean, he was strong. It's just yeah. genetic. It's just okay. genetic. And so it's like, look, I mean, look at the size of this guy. You think he's not. I've seen him lift crazy amounts of weight and still look look at his little legs. Okay. So it, in, in the way you have to gain muscle, I mean, yes, you've got to lift very heavy, but you've got to eat a ton of food as well to pack on muscle. 
So it's kind of a, you know, with calves, it's a very difficult thing. Now, if you have a calf injury, that's a different story. One of the things that you want to do is regularly stretch your calves, regularly stretch them. Um, And if you notice that they're hurting from jump training and they take a few days off, let them recover. So part of the reason that people get overuse injuries is because it's being overused and repetitive motion as well. If you're not allowing the body to repair and rebuild and recover, then yeah, you're going to get injured. So stretch your calves after you train and strengthen as well. You want to strengthen your tibialis, the 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 front. front, Yeah, the front of your shin. Exactly. And that will also help with the opposite, which is shin splints. So, you know, it, anyway, and another thing is if, you, if you're getting cramps, leg cramps, then... Bananas. It, well, it's possible you're dehydrated or you have yeah. an electrolyte imbalance. There's this stuff called Electromix um, that I really like. You can get it online for, you know, God knows what. I used to give it to the contestants all the time. It's, I can't imagine it's that expensive. You just put it in your water and drink it. A coconut water, by the way. Loaded with really great electrolytes. Okay. Yeah, super for that. Well, okay, since we're on kind of the... I hope I don't okay. get in trouble with John Bones Jones or kick my ass. But he <laughs> does these little legs. legs. I don't want to tell you. But can John Bones Jones crush an apple like you? I think so. Well, look, here he is deadlifting 600 pounds. Deadlifts 600 pounds. And look, his calves are the size of my wrist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, at the end of the day, ooh, geez, there's a broken toe right there in that picture. Okay, you know what? Didn't need to see that. Sorry. Okay, now here, Mm -hmm. uh, this is from Jessica. Mm Yeah. She said six, uh, love your show. Just had to tell you that first. She said six weeks ago, we started an eight-week gains challenge at my workout gym. Okay. The purpose is to increase the weight in six different exercises as the weeks go on. Okay. Uh, The exercises are Turkish get-ups, deadlifts, bridges, Squats, chin-ups, and What's push-ups. the rate of acceleration? Um, I don't... Or the, the rate of... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She didn't put in stats. Of, like, what's the rate in which they're raising their, their weights? She didn't put in the stats. Okay, go on. She says, I'm out of shape, so I noticed that some of these exercises make my lower back oh, hurt. Oh, good. I'm out of shape, so I'm going to take... <laughs> I know, Turkish get-ups. These extremely challenging weightlifting moves. Okay, now dig this up. And though. I'm going to rapidly try to increase... <laughs> I also notice that when I do it unsupervised, I'm fine. But when the exercise specialist corrects my posture, my back hurts more. Well, I'm not there, so I can't tell. My guess on this would be that her exercise specialist is probably getting her to engage different muscle groups, and that's painful. So, like, if you have an imbalance in the body, not painful, but it's because she's going to be sore. If you have an imbalance in the body and... Somebody gets you to do something the proper way, you're gonna feel it differently, right? You're gonna yeah, yeah, feel yeah. it in a different place. You're gonna now it depends. I don't know what kind of pain she's feeling. I can't see her form, so I don't know. But what I would say, first of all, is like these are very advanced exercises for someone who's not in very good shape. You said deadlift, Turkish get up. Uh, Turkish get-ups, deadlifts, bridges. Bridges can be uh, squats. Bridges and bad. Wheel is is intense. Yeah, chin-ups and push-ups. Fine with the chin-ups, fine with the push-ups, but the but the deadlifts... Squats, squats could be whatever. Squats, it depends if she's, you know, what kind of squats she's doing. If she's, like, back squatting or if she's doing, like, an overhead squat, which is definitely not for beginners. But it's interesting you're or saying, front-loaded squat... What she's, what, how she's doing it is in her comfort zone and whoever the special, whoever the... Well, we all is, have, we all have imbalances. So, for example, like, when I watch myself exercise, like, if I, if I do repetitions of something, like... Oh my god, my hips are a disaster. One hip is higher than the other hip and like my 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 knees sublex like they they cave in. Like I we shot this stuff and I was doing like a ninja jump to uh like a quarter turn j- bench jump and I was like, "Oh, my knees were like dink every time, dink every time, dink every time." And my hips are just my I have these imbalances in my body and it takes time you really have to slow down and like be meticulous about retraining proper Mm -hmm. movement patterns and i've just learned to muscle through every i just muscle through it i just muscle through it and i remember i worked out my friend christy who i want to kill to this day but nevertheless who was um, an exercise physiologist is an olympic was an olympic athlete 
And I was like, show me, I want to learn some of these Olympic lifts. Like, teach me the proper progressions, because it's an art form. And she was correcting little things with my form. And she's like, no, 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 no. Make sure that the bar is over this part of your foot. Make sure that you're driving through the ball of your foot. No, don't drive through your heel. No, don't lean back like that. No, create a straight line. Like, you don't automatically know that stuff. You have to learn it. Just like you have to learn about yoga from a yoga teacher and all that. So I'm pregnancy fitness. There's a reason I got Andy to to write the pregnancy book workouts with me because it's a specialty. So, you know, it depends on what the specialist is doing. You know, if it's just some trainer who got a weekend certification at CrossFit, then I'd be really worried. If it's a physical therapist, then I wouldn't be. If the pain in her back is shooting, I'd be really worried. If it's a dull ache for a day or two after training, I wouldn't be. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm? Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, I so gotcha. that's that's something that you need to keep in mind, buddy. What kind of pain? How long does it last? And what are the credentials that your teacher has? Jeez, look at you. You oh. haven't done oh. your you haven't done your hip hop for a long well, time. Well, broccoli now. and cheese. I like to dip it. I dip it. That was yeah. I like to dip it. Crackers song. and hummus. I like to dip it. To get them to eat. I remember. It I was awful. It, I thought it was tuck your wiener. Oh no, that's different. Tuck my wiener. Tuck my wiener. One of you bitches tuck my wiener. I don't wanna pee on myself. Just tuck the wiener. Just tuck my wiener. Yeah. Thank you, Jake, for bringing that. One <laughs> I'll back get the kids to sing those to you later. That was gold. Um, but no, it's based on hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ. Tuck my wiener. Tuck my yeah. wiener. I told you why. Yeah. Because Heidi would always forget to tuck the poor guy's wiener. He would pee all over himself, and oh, I had yeah. to make a song. Once again, Jake, thank you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Actually, I've, I've got something to talk about. Nicole, oh, God. All right. Okay, uh, well, I kind of just wanted, you know, uh, other women's opinions on this. I'm sorry, Jake. Uh, but you know how there's always the whole doing, like, the kegels uh, to keep your pelvic floor strong? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new study out there about vaginal weightlifting. It's actually, like, a device that you – okay, so basically it's, like, an egg-shaped thing, and you put a string through it and – tie on like a, a one and a half pound weight excuse me excuse me not one and a half pounds excuse me one <laughs> and a half ounce weight and you insert it and then you basically like lift it with your pelvis to oh. try to increase wow the pelvic floor and Yuck. it's supposed to boost your sexual health oh my god is, is this something that's legit oh i'm, I'm yeah for sure no i've been weightlifting uh in the area for a long time <laughs> With your no, I don't think so. Because if, if you were, I don't think you'd be peeing your pants all the time. No, but I haven't. When I stopped drinking, I stopped weightlifting in the giggy. <gasps> oh, I remember the boot could, story. That's right. Why haven't I heard that air on the, the show yet? The party trick. I don't know. Wait, party trick? Yeah, don't tell me you're out of material. All the good stuff is just sitting in a vault somewhere at your house. No. Yeah, Nicole will always be like, Janice says we're out of material. I'm like, no, we're not. I haven't heard about the time she lifted her work boots with her area. I don't know what happened to that one. Yeah, what'd you do hold with on, that? Hold on, by area, are we talking Where your are... giggy? Lifted your work boots? Yes. Nicole, I... please don't start saying giggy. Well, that's how she calls it. it but was, don't do um, that. Um, don't do that, Nicole. Don't fall into that. Yes, I could. When I, when I was uh, the time of the month and I had a, well, I'll just say it. It's, people know what it is. It's a, it's a, ta- a tampon. And <laughs> I would tie uh, work boots to the string and be able to stand and hold it there. Boy, I... I sure wish I was around then. You know what, Jillian? I think that uh, could be your re- next uh, fitness really DVD. I really do. No, but how about we do that? How about we do a video, a DVD called uh, 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 "Up Up Your Giggy," and we could have uh, <laughs> we could have g- gals yeah. with uh, on mats, and we could all show what we could hold with our tampon strings, or as Nicole said, it's an egg-shaped thing, and we could just do exercise, and you could be in the front with what what, what would you hang from? What would you be able probably to Probably nothing. Probably nothing. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't, I would I wouldn't do that. Strong. You know why? Because I have I have self-respect. <clears throat> you know what? I'll tell Where you something. Where is that segment? Actually, this brings me to a bigger question. No. You know why what? are you burying all the good segments? I know you're doing it. I remember. I know my work. And you, you've hidden. All, you know why? I think because you do sabotage my greatness. No. And you don't want this show to be funnier than your other show. And no. that's why you bury these. I like, have buried. I have buried the... Uh, hey, stretch your ball sack 
segment. I don't remember that. Is that your <laughs> ball sack? What are you talking what about? What was that one about? I Getting you... when the ball sack would turn inside out? Wait, that Whoa, one? What? I don't know oh, what you're talking about. Oh, that's the twisted testicle. The maybe. twisted testicle. You te- aired ah, that. That aired? No, yes, it did. Yes, it did. No. Yes, it did. It has not seen the light of day. We've talked about it. It hasn't? No. Are you sure? The bell you, clapper? I you, put it on Facebook. I know you did. And I I haven't it's if if okay, you know what? If you would like okay. As you, a gift as a gift to you. You killed the bell clapper? I did. That was the best segment. All right then. Testicular torsion? As a That was so important. That was a really important piece actually. All right. Why would you do that? Then as a gift to Why you Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> as a gift here is the long-awaited, uh, buried for probably three months. Here is the infamous, uh, what was it called again? The bell clapper. Yes, enjoy, please. <laughs> Manus insisted that we do all those other subjects, which weren't funny at all. And I, the whole time, had pulled a very snappy segment. I don't know, you know what? And what I it, thought we should balance out our show I, a little bit more. I it's get it, it's just woman, 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 woman. It's just, okay, no, I'm ready. I'm just, it's just, I don't. Okay, I'm ready. Random penis planes explained. Random penis planes. All right. Jake said he has one right now. Oh, God. I do. See? It's it's actually my left testicle up towards the base of my penis. Uh Uh-oh, I have one on testicles. It's called the sore sack. Are you ready? <laughs> no, I'm serious. This is okay. real. No, no, I'm ready. If, first of all, if you if you are a woman listening to this, your husband might have this happen. Your brother might have this. Although he's not going to talk to you about his source sack. But if you have a young son who still, mm-hmm. it's too. No, why, no, why? it makes sense. I think no, I believe you. You're right. You're right. By so the way, why would God give little babies hard-ons? Do you think? Because it's I don't think it's because it's a it's a function. Because it's funny. No, it's a function. It's a function. It's Why like, does it have to do that though at such a young age? It's nerves. It's, 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 it's his no. body. Natural. But why does that have to happen? Well, you might as well like get used zero. to Why did why does a child open their four. eyes? Why does a child sweat? Why does no, a child No, but like this is like I don't understand why they have to be pre- well, it's a sec. They're too young for that whole. But it's what? not a sexual thing. You're thinking of it as a sexual thing. It's a, it's a biological. I don't know about that. That's debatable. Wow. But okay. You know, I don't really. You know. Oof. I'm telling you, it's disturbing. But anyway, here we go. I don't. I just. I can't even. It's shocking. Okay. It is. You change the diaper of it. Freaking, he's four now. I've had to it change my little great nephew. God, I don't have to deal with that again. I'm but I remember swimming. One time I was okay. Anyway, ready? Here we go. That one is called the sore sack, Jake. A dull or heavy ache in your scrotum that seems to show up. Oh, was it after you lifted weights? No, no. I've had this um, for a very long time, for about ten years, and it comes and goes. An enlargement of the veins within your sack heats up your balls and causes tenderness or dullness or dull pain. Does that sound right? Similar, it's I've I have a varicose seal. What's a varicose seal? It's uh, it's like a varicose vein, but in your in testicles, your re- yeah. it's almost always on the left side. Yeah. And the yeah. veins just get a little enlarged, and a lot says, of guys descri- describe this as having blue worms in their sack. Ten to ten to fifteen out of a hundred guys get it. Most yeah, people that's don't it. Blue it. worms, varicose veins, yeah. sore sack. You see, this is real. Yeah. No, I believe it. I I I, I believe it. When I was when I was younger, yeah. I was about 13. We went to the doctor. It says, see your doctor. He said, okay, well. Oh, here it is. What are varicocels? Varicocels. Varicocel. Varicocel. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. I found it. So what's? I it? diagnosed okay, so, it. So what is? Look, now I we... just diagnosed it no, 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 all but, by myself. But what's he supposed to do to help it? So so they don't. For, you, know. you don't. Surgery so is like for really extreme cases. It says it's yes. Yeah, it says don't panic, but you should yeah. go to the doctor. Most people have. But anyways, the doctor says to me, well, we could just slice open your scrotum here and go inside and open these up and then tie them off or whatever. And I was 13. I go, uh, can I have some time to think about it? it I scared it ca- myself better. I was fine after that. It says it causes blood to collect and it can it can hurt your ability to produce sperm and testosterone if it's significant. So then you would you would obviously have a medical intervention. Mm-hmm. Look, I just diagnosed this. No, it's good. I found it right away, he said, and I found it. Is there only one? No, there's some okay. more. <laughs> Tip trouble. Who knew? Listen to this. 
a burning or sharp pain at the tip of your penis. Now, obviously, yes, you could have the clap or whatever the heck, you know. But it says, if you're lucky, this is lucky, who knew? It could be the result of a little soap or shampoo slipping into the opening there. And it says, typically, you would feel it right away after soap exposure. Um, and and it, it should it won't show up, it says, until you take a leak. Yep. But it says it should go... Look, see? This is, mm-hmm. once again... Every every guy masturbates with shampoo once in their life and regrets it. Oh! <gasps> okay. Yep. Really? When you're young, and then when you go to pee, it's like peeing fire. No. It's the worst. Oh, my God. This is so good to know. Yep. Okay. Body wash, <laughs> shampoo, or conditioner. One, you, you mess up once in your life. Maybe oh, twice. Really? See, this is a tough conversation for me to have. Should I just leave, like, coconut oil out when he gets older? Maybe I'll, just... I'll, I'll tell you. Hand I lotion. won't tell you. It's too disturbing. All I'll tell you is he's well aware of everything that's going on down there. <laughs> Maybe have Uncle G talk to him. Yeah. And, I mean, he is well aware. I I just... Oh, it's, it's just... He's four. Four years old. How is that possible? That's normal, isn't it? Four? No, to be aware, but to to wonder, to be like, oh, what's this? Super aware of, uh, yeah. Anyway, God, that's good to know. See, Janice, I wouldn't know. What if you're a single mom? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What if there isn't a guy that feels comfortable talking to your son about getting soap in the tip of his penis? Okay. Really that bad. It's that bad. Okay. Here's the next one. A horrible hard-on. A boner that won't go away. Uh, it's called the priapism, um, and it says it's a problem with the way blood flows out of an erect penis. Can you believe that? Uh, it says the blood doesn't escape, and eventually the blood becomes deoxygenated, and it settles in and becomes painful, but it says it usually happens when you mix drugs. Yeah, like Viagra or Cialis with cocaine or ecstasy. Jesus. That sounds like you might have a heart attack also. It says go straight to the emergency room. Right away, if that happens. I feel like that's a no shit Sherlock moment. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can't say I've had that one happen. Yeah. Terrible twist. Oh. That you sounds like twisted one? testicle. Yeah. You can have oh. twisted ovary, too, but we're more on vagina yeah. later. Yeah, it says hightail it to the ER as soon as possible. It says if you don't untwist the testicle in a couple of hours, you could lose it. How do you know this one? Do you get a twisted testicle too? No, I've never gotten that, but that's something they warn you about in health class. I actually can... do. They say don't. What? I haven't gotten it, but I actually saw like a guy. You, you've never had a twisted. I, I've testicle? never had a twisted <laughs> testicle. But there was a guy in high school, like on the court, on basketball court, like they had to stop the game and get him out of there on a stretcher because he couldn't <gasps> move. I don't. I don't understand how that does it happen. I don't understand how that happens. It's not common. No, but I mean, I'm. I'm not, I know it's not. I'm just saying. How does it happen? Is it a, How does it happen? You got to really, really hit it hard, right? Give it a good spin. No, I don't. I, it's not. I like don't know. Like... I don't have nuts, so I don't know. I'm just asking. How does a guy get it? If we're at, if we're t- trying to help people here, let's help them avoid it. How do you get twisted nuts? I just know that there was Fantastical a collision on the basketball court. So it's like a sports. So it's a sports thing. Well, not necessarily a sports no. thing, but I just know there was a collision on the court. It says and it's like he... your testicle having a heart attack. It's called testicular torsion. Nicole, Google that. What causes testicular torsion? How do you twist your testicles? Yeah, find that out. Checking on that. Okay, I found this on the web for how do you twist your testicles. I got it. Testicular torsion happens when spermacetic cord becomes twisted, cutting off the flow of blood to the attached testicle. Most cases of testicular torsion affect guys who have a condition called a bell clapper deformity. Of course it's a bell clapper. (laughs) It's always the bell clapper. We shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny. You know it. It happens for real. I know, and I'm just... He was in the hospital for days. Yes, this has happened to me. Yeah. It's serious, actually. It says you need to go right away. Okay. Um, it says it can cause nausea or vomiting. Um, okay, and, the, and then I got another one. Groin groan. A persistent ache or tenderness at the top of the scrotum near the base of the penis. It could become worse and it could become swollen. This is likely epididymitis. Or an infection of the epididymis. Oh, epididymis sounds right. The small organ located between your penis and your balls that Isn't stores that your sperm 
while they learn how to swim. Did you know sperm learned how to swim? This is fascinating. Well, I, I know they swim, but I didn't know. They, they have to learn. Okay. In men younger than 35, this infection is usually caused by an STI. I guess that's an a sexually transmitted infection. Yes. Okay. Uh, in men 35 and older, it's usually the cause of a bacterial... Wait, wait, what's an STI? Isn't an STI a bacterial infection? It can be. In either case... Yeah, epididymis. Epididymis. I'm epididymis. It, you need to go to the... Um, oh, it says if the pain gets worse, it's probably the testicular torsion from the bell clapper. Goddamn bell clapper. And you need to go to the um, hospital. Okay. <laughs> epididymis. Is there another one? <laughs> this is That's the end. First of all, it was short and snappy. Second of all, it was completely relevant. And third of all... Short and snappy, relevant. Yeah, three, or you could consider it four. Um, Helping our male audience. Yeah, you can't just be so sexist all the time. All right. Thank you. Don't forget... Email us your questions with your phone number to jillianpodcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you.